Connor Esiason, and you're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esiason Foundation and GunnerEsiason.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, Digital Credit Union, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esiason, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and not necessarily those of the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar Esiason, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey guys, it's Gunnar Esaias, and we're back again for another episode of Breathe In. Tiffany has the week off. She is in Hawaii. Good for Tiffany. Great for Tiffany. I wish I was Tiffany. Uh, But it's just me. You're stuck with me today. But I have two great guests with me today, Chelsea Spruance and Katie Malik from CF Yogi. How are you guys? Welcome to the podcast. Chelsea, welcome back. And Katie, welcome for the first time. Thank you. Excited to be here. So, yeah, thank uh, you so much. It's good to be back. Yes. It feels like we were just here not too long ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for our listeners who may not know what CF Yogi is, you'll, <laughs> you'll find out. Um, but CF Yogi is a virtual yoga platform for people with cystic fibrosis uh, and the larger cystic fibrosis community. Um, and us, the Boomer Massage Foundation, we recently signed the deal with CF Yogi uh, to sort of expand their, their program offering. Uh, Katie, I'll let you uh, describe for the listeners what CF Yogi is. You can do it far better than I can. Uh, so I'll let you can just take it away here. Uh, explain what CF Yogi is to the people who are listening, and then maybe you can throw it to Chelsea so Chelsea can explain her role. So um, as you briefly uh, stated, so we're an online yoga studio for the cystic fibrosis community. Um, So we are teaching yoga um, by people with CF for people with CF. Um, We have a team of four teachers now, um, all of whom have some relationship to cystic fibrosis. Three of us are adults living with CF. Um, We also have a parent of two young kids with CF. Um, And we are sharing our knowledge of yoga um, based on how we have seen it improve our own lives with CF and, um, you know, sharing our knowledge with the CF community so that we can, um, you know, just spread the awareness of yoga as a tool for proactively caring for our whole selves, Um, body, mind and spirit. Yoga is a really multifaceted um, way that we can care for our bodies. Mm -hmm. Now, Chelsea, you recently joined CF Yogi. You're on Instagram as the Salty Yogi, so it's probably the uh, most uh, apt uh, relationship I've ever heard of in my entire life. Uh, so I want to uh, ask you, uh, why did you join CF Yogi? Why did you want to join CF Yogi? And uh, what will you be doing with, uh, with the organization? Well, Katie actually reached out to me uh, last year and told me about this amazing project that she was doing, and it was just so eye-opening, but you know everything didn't line up at the time, so I was like supporting them in any way that I could, and uh, a position opened up, and I think I like hit my head on the ceiling how high I jumped for joy on that <laughs> one. Um, so uh, the position opened up to be a teacher, and I think the reason I really wanted to come on as a teacher is I've always had people uh, contacting me over my Instagram email or through um, my old YouTube channel asking me how in the world I did this, like how in the world do I start yoga, how in the world do you do yoga as a CF patient? And it was such a good way to tie in to kind of debunk all of these yoga thoughts and stereotypes that yoga has to be, 
you know, your super yogi on the Instagram that you see doing backbends. That's a form of yoga, but that's not accessible to everyone. And I think people get in their mind, especially in the CF community, that, well, if I can't do that, I can't do yoga. And I think a big thing about CF Yogi that I love is we're kind of debunking that. We're giving people the examples and the modifications to say, look, whether you're at this lung function or all the way on the other side of the spectrum, this is accessible to you using modification and using different tools. Because I just did a class last night about the purpose of yoga. And it's not about these poses. It's not about holding the breath or these breath techniques. It's all about just calming the mind. It's like releasing that anxiety, releasing the fear and the stress that we all live with so much with CF and you see, uh, yoga is just a tool to get to that mindset. And of course, the movement and the breath is a great way to get there. But that's not the goal. The goal is to simply get in our own mind. Yeah, and um, one of the and I was I was in Chelsea's class last night, and one of the things that I'm really loving about the community that we're creating is that um, people with CF learning from each other, and even the teachers, you know, we're learning from each other as well. Um, the, the style of yoga that I practice and that I'm trained in is very fitness oriented. Um, and it's all about, you know, making the pose accessible for everybody, um, which is great for CF, but it's kind of designed for, um, you know, the person who walks into like a YMCA, a gym, um, and you have no idea what's going on with their body, but they want to try yoga. Um, and so you're making the pose ava the, available for everyone. Um, Chelsea has a much more like philosophical kind of approach to her classes. And so I'm able to learn from her so much more of like the deep mental parts of yoga. Um, and, you know, I'm able to share like the, the modifications, like I deep dive into the anatomy and alignment and how you can make it available for someone on a physical level. So as teachers, we're learning from each other, just like we're um, sharing this with a CF community at the same time. So, uh, you know, I wonder... <clears throat> Aside from, I guess the uh, the adaptability of like the yoga pro uh, platform and program, um, and how it can be modified, like you guys are talking about, what do you see as the benefits for a person with CF practicing yoga? Like, what 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 is the person with CF going to get out of it? Um, obviously, breathing is a huge part um, of of the exercise. Um, you know, what what do you think uh, people with CF are going to get out of out, out of practicing yoga? Um, I think that the benefits are really multifaceted. Um, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Um, on the physical level, you know, like you mentioned, breath is so huge. I mean, breath is fundamental to what we're doing in a yoga class that kind of distinguishes it from a lot of other forms of exercise. Um, because all of the motion that you're doing is really rooted in that breath and bringing the attentiveness to it without necessarily the judgment that comes with it. You know, we've got a lot of baggage around lung function and breathing um, that comes from our CF. And yoga is a chance to notice what's happening um, without that judgment and just accepting what is and observing and appreciating what's happening. Um, and then from that, like all of the motion stems out of that and you see what the breath is, is enabling you to do. Um, so the breath is really a tool that you use the entire time you're in your practice. Um, and learning how to do um, pranayama is the yoga word for yogic breathing um, can be really helpful with uh, not only lung function because you're expanding that that space you're giving those tiny airways a chance to open up um, without that pressure of oh my god I'm trying to get the best score that I can on my PFT right now it's just giving them the chance to open up um, and training your body to do that so that you can do it when it's when it's called for when you want to call upon it for a PFT um, so that's a huge thing uh, with the breath 
Um, also physically, you know, uh, conditioning our bodies and staying strong is really important to our long-term health with CF. Um, you know, study after study has shown that exercise is so critical to maintaining our long-term health. Um, <clears throat> and yoga improves strength and balance and flexibility. So it's kind of like this tripod of your physical anatomy. Um, and all of those things are really necessary to, you know, be able to do the stuff that you want to do in your life. And that's where it kind of reaches off the mat um, and uh, turns from the physical to the mental is that I started practicing yoga um, because there was stuff that I wanted to do and I wanted to have my lung function be better. I wanted to, you know, be hiking and climbing mountains and singing operas. And it was the thing that actually opened a lot of that up to me and things became possible because I was doing this for my body. So. Um, to, to interject there, you know, I, I wonder if, um, you know, that there is there is a portion out there that, you know, uh, of people with CF who may be concerned about getting into yoga uh, because of uh, a problem that a lot of us with CF is involuntary aspiration, meaning like we have involuntary acid reflux that can kind of come up and uh, sort of leak into the lungs, creating other respiratory problems. And that's especially magnified when people go inverted or they're doing, you know, either handstands or backbenders or whatever. Um, you know, what, what do you say about that? Is that is that a concern that you guys are, you know, going to, I guess, uh, address or, you know, what do you say to those people who may be concerned about that part of CF? Um, that's an excellent point, Gunnar, and I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, one of the things that we are specifically doing with, with CF Yogi in our live classes is that we have polls at the beginning of our classes about, you know, who's in the room, what you're feeling in your body today. Um, so if someone has, you know, acid reflux or maybe they have a pick line so they can't do upper body weight bearing, um, so the teacher can uh, bring in in particular you want to avoid inversions because you don't want the head to be below the heart that's what's going to make that uh exacerbate and lead to those potential risks um so we offer modifications where you're avoiding that inversion um either keeping the body in, in a level position or um you know Rather than staying in a down dog, maybe you want to go there for a moment and then just like stay there for a breath and then come out of it. Um, and so we're building those into our classes mm -hmm. so that people can learn to modify. Um, and we even have some classes where we'll eliminate that entirely. Like, okay, there's no inversions in this class or we're going to have one with no upper body weight bearing. Um, and we're making a library of those so that people can access a class that does work for them. Mm -hmm. um, and we're hoping to have those available on demand so that people can kind of like search and say, okay, what fits my what fits my body today? So well, and I think that's the whole point of, of what we're doing. <laughs> is we're kind of trying to show people that yoga is all about your own body. Yoga is about what you're able to do. And just like when we were talking about the breath, like a lot of people don't really understand how to breathe, as silly as that sounds, but they don't understand the diaphragmatic breathing, the really full, deep breaths that you're able to get when you put consciousness onto an unconscious bodily function. And when you bring that conscious consciousness there, it can only empower you. And then you can learn, oh, well, maybe I'm not breathing exactly how I'm supposed to. Let me focus on that. And like Katie was saying, when you do PFTs, you're really able to have that body awareness and spatial awareness within the body. And we're really trying to empower people, which is the whole point of yoga of comparing only to yourself. If you're only able to do things because of your acid reflux that don't include inversions, that's your body. That doesn't make it wrong. That makes it your body and your yoga practice because everyone's yoga practice is so different. Every one person is not gonna do the same pose. It's not gonna feel the same in the same body. So you really, 
we really want to empower people to explore their body, explore what does feel good, what doesn't feel good. And I always tell people like, I'm a teacher, but I am in no way in your body. So if something doesn't feel right, by all means, please ignore me and do what feels good. If I'm saying something and you're like, that really doesn't feel good, please, your body is your best teacher. And by listening to that teacher, you're only going to then make a better relationship with your body and learn how to love yourself a little bit more. Right. And I, and I think that one of our roles, too, as teachers is to educate about the risk versus benefit um, with certain aspects of yoga. Um, because, yeah, there is the risk around inversions and acid reflux. Um, at the same time, you know, if in my own body and my own lungs, like I can feel a plug that I'm having a hard time getting out and I'm feeling like it starts to move when I'm upside down. Like for me, that's an immediate benefit versus maybe like a risk down the road that that something could happen from the acid reflux if I do that all the time. So there's this balancing act that we have to learn risk versus benefit. Um, and as teachers, just letting people know like, okay, this is what we're seeing. Like this is how it could help. This is how it, it could hinder um, and letting people, you know, feel that out, but arming mm -hmm. them with the knowledge so that they're empowered to make those choices mm -hmm. for themselves. So, you know, you, you guys were talking a little bit about before about how you have different classes for different specific groups or different kind of topics. Um, you know, can you talk a little bit about that, a little bit about that? You know, what uh, what are, was each class sort of geared towards? I know you guys have different months for different things. Um, you know, what is the strategy for that? And how does a person with CF know what class is right for them? That's an uh, excellent question. Um, we have our, our model of the way that we're doing our classes is that each month we have a different teacher rotating different kind of topics. Because not only do we have a lot of diversity in our CF community in terms of what people need, but yoga itself is a very diverse discipline where there's a lot of different ways that people can practice. Um, so we've got kids yoga um, that our you know mom with CF is leading. And so hers are very adventure and story based. So uh, the kid is just, you know, playing along with this imaginary adventure in which they're doing yoga. Um, and so it's a great way to get the kids engaged and active um, and also get some face time with other kids with CF. Um, and then also on the adult uh, side of things, you know, my classes are very focused on, um, on alignment um, and linking the breath with motion. Chelsea, do you want to say a bit about yours? Yeah, my, I uh, actually am classically, classically, whatever, trained in um, Yoga Nidra, which is a meditation um, to really calm the mind. But I really do kind of like a deep stretch flow and uh, me meditation. So this month it's flow and let go. So I kind of try and tie in a lot of the physical and then try to tie in a lot of the mental. Because if you spend the whole time uh, discrepancy between uh, the full body of uh, what yoga is but yeah because of the boomer size and foundation we're now able to offer two classes a month which is just so amazing i mean even you know going in school or in college when you go you love certain teachers and just like that in yoga you're drawn towards certain teachers because of their personality the way they do things and by giving people more options each month we're then able to reach more people and have more people come because they're like oh, wow, like, you know, last month didn't really click with me, but now I have two classes to choose from, and this one actually really clicked with me. And then they come consistently because the whole point of yoga is consistency. And when you can get someone in that feels good, connects with a teacher by providing more options of teachers, then that's just going to expand this even more and 
obviously give back to the CF community. It's all about them, not us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, it's interesting you talk about consistency and how, uh, you know, participating through, uh, you know, weeks and weeks of yoga is, is how you get better. I mean, that's like any other sort of exercise or sport, right? Like you kind of need to practice and practice and practice. Um, and as the old saying goes, practice makes perfect. So believe it or not, I actually took my very first yoga class uh, last week. I... Um, I, after after we gave you know we signed the grant with you guys, I figured I need to like at least try it before I signed up for one of the virtual classes, just so I don't make a fool of myself on like a webcam. Uh, so I, I signed up. It was actually in my town. It was like a pretty good deal. It was like a drop in rate of like thirty dollars for a class, or you get like a month of like a beginner classes, unlimited beginner classes for eighty dollars for the month. So like obviously went for the the, the, the month of classes. Um, and I have to tell you, when I was in there, like it kind of brought back some memories. I had done we had done like some yoga stretching when I played high school football believe it or not we had like they, the the coaches like brought in like a yoga instructor and we did like some yoga stretches after uh, after practice so I, it kind of brought back some memories but like at the same time I was like what the hell am I getting myself into I was probably the youngest person in the class by at least 25 years right like <laughs> you know I it was like it was a beginner class and like you know we were doing like all basic stretches and like there was like this like like, like like a mom was in front of me like just putting me to shame with what she was doing and I was like oh, I mean I, I cannot keep up with this person I'm like I'm and I kind of like I kind of consider myself to be somewhat of an athlete yet there I was in the beginner novice yoga class really struggling but what I will say is that afterwards like I, I felt like I had really good airway clearance. I like it was it was a huge shock to me to walk out of the studio and feel like I had to cough and cough and cough and cough. Uh, and then next thing you know, like an hour or so later, I actually felt pretty loose. I had you know I had, I had you know brought up a good ton of, a good bit of mucus. Um, so I can definitely see the benefit you know in doing it. I look forward to going back and seeing if I can get a little better. Uh, you know I, I think I had like, this like. I guess imagination where I would get into the class. Next thing you know, I'd be like doing like a one arm handstand, like against the wall or something. <laughs> That's not quite how it went. Uh, like I was perfectly fine doing like the the classic like sitting down and like reaching for your toes move. Like that was you know that was that's about as, as far as I got. Yeah, and that's actually funny. That's great that you say that you did that um, as high school part of your high school uh, football stretches because um, there are you know. NFL major league quarterbacks who use yoga as part of their training. Russell Wilson does at the Seahawks, um, Tom Brady, um, because, you know, it, it has that kind of different rather than like that dynamic uh, kind of motion that you are working for as an athlete has like a totally different mindset that can really complement, especially as like you get older and muscles get more brittle. Anyway, I could have a whole other conversation about that. <laughs> so <laughs> you're saying that at the end you, you felt like you were just like had loosened so many things up. Oh, yeah. I actually that deters so many people. I get messages all the time, but what if I cough in a yoga class? And I think that's one of the great reasons that CF Yogi does provide. It's like, Mm -hmm. you can hack up a lung and nobody's gonna care. Like I cough in the middle of teaching my classes. Everyone there knows exactly what everyone else is going through. And I mean, I remember my first yoga class, um, I had the same mindset, I was like, I can do this. And I was at a very, very poor lung function. I got in there, about halfway through, I was like, I think I might die. What are, what are these people doing? And it was just a basic yoga class. And it's one of those you just kind of, it kind of humbles you a little bit. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Everyone thinks that yoga is like, oh, yeah, let's just touch our toes. Come on. And then all of a sudden you're dripping sweat onto your mat, like shaking. And it truly is a workout. I remember. Oh, it definitely, uh, definitely is. A nurse asked me once, so I was like, yeah, I'm a yoga teacher. And like, da-da-da. she's like, well, what do you do for cardio? I was like, 
you've never been to a 60 minute yoga class. Have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I definitely thought that way. Like I, um, yeah, I, I noticed like halfway through the class that like, okay, my arms are burning, my legs are burning. Like I'm actually doing something. And like you, like, you know, like, like you're talking about Chelsea, you know, there is like this notion out there that I think, you know, folks are either afraid to cough in class or, you know, just the fact of group exercises can be intimidating because you're the only one in there who's going to be making some sort of noise that everyone else is not making. Um, you know, I think when I was younger, I kind of got over that fear a little bit just, you know, by playing you know, high school sports. I was the only kid on the team coughing during, like, conditioning, you know. So um, just because I've been exposed to it for my entire life, that kind of – that fear – is while it's still like a little annoying to be the only person coughing in the middle of a class, it definitely is a real a real thing. And um, like the, the, I remember thinking like leaving the class, like I was, like I was like I wish I had a spit cup in there with me, but it probably would not not yes. have been appropriate. Yeah, uh, because at least like when I play hockey, I can just spit on the ice and it's no problem. Yeah, <laughs> well, and that's one of the things that we want to do. That's part of our mission with CF Yogi is to remove those obstacles that are keeping people mm-hmm. from from trying yoga or making it a part of their everyday life, um, and that that you know stigma around coughing in in gyms or other places where they feel like they're not going to be comfortable is definitely a, a real thing that people mm-hmm. struggle with um i mean other obstacles are you know the fear of germs at the gym and oh, like totally. you know shared mats or you know picking things up from people um and then also you know the the infection control guidelines mm-hmm. uh, between people with cf um so we're removing that too with the the virtual interaction um so it's just from the the power that that we've seen in yoga in our own lives it just seemed to be totally logical for us to just try and figure out every way that we could to remove those obstacles mm-hmm. and even just that like when I, i've said to a few trainers like personal trainers or yoga teachers before like oh i have cystic fibrosis and just the deer in headlights eyes oh yeah totally just go oh well never mind i'll figure it out on my own uh and just coming to a community where you say hey I'm having arthritis in my wrist today because of CF, or I'm having acid reflux, and someone would just simply go, oh, okay, I completely understand. This is how you can modify that and do it. And having these teachers not only have the experience, but the physical understanding within their own bodies of a lot of the things that we do all deal with. Obviously, our bodies are so different, and all of our conditions are different, but there's a general understanding that we all do have that really, I think, creates such a bond even in these classes just from the very beginning where everyone's like meeting each other exactly where they are the teachers know exactly what's going on the students know where each other is and there's no judgment there's no expectations it's all just showing up for yourself and knowing that when you say hey this is what's going on you won't get that deer in headlights but you'll get someone who can help you through it and i love that you said the deer in headlights too because if you've ever you know looked like you're 20 and ask your yoga teacher, you know, how you can modify for the arthritis that you have in your wrist, you're going to get this look like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, arthritis is something that, you know, older people have to worry about. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a that's a good turn of phrase, Chelsea. Yeah, that is definitely, that's definitely a, a really, uh, really, really good point. I mean, like, you know, I, for many years, I coached ice hockey, and, uh, like, I've had kids on the team who have had either special medical needs or, or whatever, and, and like you're talking about, Jesse, like, my... What what I do is, you know, I try to make a like a safe environment for those kids because I remember growing up, like I had very similar experiences where I'd be, like, you know, my parents would either tell the coach or I'd tell the coach that I have cystic fibrosis, and you know, you'd get the one out of every ten coach who'd like take it on, you know, the other nine would be like, what the hell are you talking about, you know? So like I, I think that's a yeah. very important thing that uh, CF Yogi certainly brings 
to the CF world, especially in a virtual exercise capacity, because we know that exercise really does help people with CF. Um, so I got to tell you, my my class. I was, we were talking a little bit this before before we got on the air when we were when I was in the yoga class and we started chanting. I, I almost burst out laughing, not to not to offend any of the yogis here, but I like you know we were closing our eyes and next thing you know we start chanting Om and I like. And I mean, like people were really getting into it. Like, you know, we were harmonizing in the class and I was like, what the hell am I getting myself into here? <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I couldn't believe that was actually like, a real thing. I guess I'm naive to believe that. But I, uh, I mean, I, it definitely felt like a very immersive experience simply because of that part of the class. <laughs> Yeah, and not all yoga classes have chanting. I'm actually impressed <laughs> that you found one that did. My very first one, too. I'm, yeah, because well. yeah, cause a lot of people, you know, they do have that kind of initial reaction, like, is there going to be, like, chanting in this that I have to worry about? And and so a lot of the American classes just kind of leave that part out. Um, and so I'm, I'm actually hoping to do a little bit of incorporating some chant later in one of my classes. Um, because the, the sound is actually the, that vibration that we create. I mean, hey, I'm a singer. Like, to me, that... Uh, just as a, as a tip for anyone who's listening, if you're ever in a yoga class and they start chanting, you're like, whoa, oh my God, this is weirding me out. Um, just the chanting can be completely about just feeling that vibration that your voice is making in your body. Um, Cause it's really about the sound, the vibrations that you're feeling, not, you know, the sound that you're meeting, like there doesn't have to be any deeper meaning to it or anything, just letting your body make the sound and enjoy that vibration that it creates. Cause when we talk, we aren't really thinking about what we're feeling. So I actually used to be, it's so funny that you said that. I actually used to teach a chanting class. <laughs> I swear, I'm not like super down the rabbit hole in this, but I used to teach a chanting class. And it was all the one thing that I would always, always preface it with is that just like you'd be belting out Taylor Swift in your car, and then all of a sudden you're like hacking up a lung, that's because the vibrations in your lungs, just like that. Imagine all these words are meaningless, but you're just trying to make the vibrations in the, in the chest, just like you would with a vest. And yeah. it's just using your actual vocal cords to make the vibrations. So it can be super beneficial. I know I cough up like a bucket afterwards chanting, but it's, it's funny. <laughs> fun fact, I never used a vest until about five months ago. I'm 39. And yeah. because I'm a, I'm a trained classical singer and, and singing has always been a part of my life, I was getting so much natural airway clearance from the singing that like the vest, uh, the idea of a vest always just seemed redundant. Um, I actually had a sinus surgery last winter where after like I couldn't sing and I couldn't exercise for a few weeks and man, I noticed it. So I got a vest because uh, I realized that I needed that help. But it's really true. The vibrations that we generate, um, you know, in in the chest, in the throat, in the in the sinuses, like it really works to rattle stuff loose. Well, Gunner, you're not alone. I brought my boyfriend to one of the classes once and he just pretty much started staring around. He's like, is this really happening? I can tell you, it, it took it. It took, happened all the time. It, it took every ounce of willpower not to like make it like start laughing. Like that—that's where I was. I was like, I was like, I was slamming my eyes shut as hard as I could and like kind of like pinching myself. I was like, and I was doing it too. I was like doing it very quietly though. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I have to dive in, but at the same time, like I can't. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't want to like 
make 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 a fool out of myself. I get like I very suddenly got self conscious. This all started actually kind of like a little weird tangent. In the eighth grade, we had like the school play, and we did. Uh, uh, the Sound of Music was like, our, was like our school play, and I had like a lead role. I was I was Rolf in The Sound of Music, so I had like my like you are sixteen going on seventeen. I had to sing that, you know, and every and it was like right 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 around when my voice was changing. Every student was required to do it, and it was right when my voice was changing. And ever since then, like. Not that I've ever been a good singer. It's just, I've just been very self-conscious of like the way I sound when I try to sing, or like in this case, chant. So it just was not. It was not meant for me. So you mean we aren't ending the podcast with a group chant today? Because that's what I thought we were doing. No, we are. We are, we are not ending the podcast with a group chant. Uh, but I will tell you, if I do, if I am in one of the CF yoga classes and we do start chanting, I will then participate. However, my computer will be on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's acceptable. We can take that, uh, you know, compromise. Yes, I think that's a as a perfectly. Uh, those are my terms. Take them or leave it. Um, yeah, we have to come back on topic here. Um, so, I get, how do, how can people get involved in CF Yogi? Um, so super easy. Uh, so our website is cfyogi.org. Um, you can just there's a page where it says register now, and that just gets you in the door, um, so that you'll be getting our, our email list. You know we're a, we're a very small, nimble organization, so we um, are doing most of our communications through through emails. Um, you'll get an email with the invitation to you know the different upcoming classes. Just hit sign up, and then you'll um, get the confirmation with the link where to join us in Zoom. Um, we're using Zoom as our video conference platform, so it's really accessible. Works on a bunch of different devices, smartphones and tablets and desktops. Um, and and then we also, after the class, are sending out uh, emails with the links to the recorded classes so that if you aren't able to come live, you can still practice on your own schedule. Um, you can also try out a, a variety of different classes that way. Like if you aren't able to come to the other ones during a week, um, you can get to meet our other instructors that way too. And is there is there any cost associated with participating in the class? <laughs> CF Yogi is completely free for the CF community. So that's including people with CF, kids with CF, adults, um, parents, families, pretty much the entire support network for people with cystic fibrosis. Because the benefits are not only for the person with CF in their own body, but also for the people who are putting all that effort into, into supporting and, and caring for them and being a part of their daily life. Um, so, you know, yoga for caregivers is going to come into it. Um, and so, and thanks to, you know, the Boomer Sison Foundation, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, they're paying all of the costs for the program so that it can be free uh, to the CF community. Great. And then where can people find you on social media? Um, we are at Yoga for CF on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and on YouTube, you can also um, see our classes. Um, it's just slash CF Yogi on YouTube. Great. Well, uh, Katie and Chelsea, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, to our listeners out there, uh, make sure you let us know if you're participating in CF Yogi. We definitely want to know who the listeners are in the classes. Um, I personally will be joining a class as soon as I get a little better at yoga, I think. Um, I have to like hold on to my athletic reputation. Uh, so I need to kind of practice a little bit before I think I dive in in a very public way. Um, 
but I but I look forward to doing so. Uh, again, thank you so much, guys. If you are listening to the podcast, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, and GunnerAsias.com. If you listen to us on uh, iTunes, you want to make sure you uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars, please. Five stars for the CF Yogi Girls. Um, that is uh, very important. Uh, and, of course, you can get us on Instagram at breathe underscore in underscore pod, which is also our email address, breathe underscore in underscore pod at org. Uh, and I think that's all for me. But again, thank you to Chelsea and Katie uh, for joining the podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And we hope you get into the the yogi world. And if you like chanting, you can do it. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll take to liking it one day. I'm not quite there yet, but that's definitely a goal of mine. Uh, because we're all very goal-oriented people. Um, and again, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Thanks so much thank for having us. So much.